Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are reviewing Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. And the fantabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. Dude, from memory. That's great. I think that's right. Let me that's look. That's right. No, that's, that's correct. It's, it's totally right? It's, it's correct. Okay. All right. I believe you. I trust I you. I mean, they said it so many times in the movie. I don't know how, like, oh, you know. Oh, I missed one word. Oh, no. Dang it. It's Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Well, we'll, we'll fix it in post. Okay. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> so, John. Yeah. That'll be later. Yeah. Well, what have you been up to this week? So this week, not a whole lot new stuff, but yeah. it's specifically because Clone Wars. Mm, wait. I, I'm still watching through Clone oh, Wars. I was like, it's not out. How did you watch it? No, no, I'm, old... I'm preparing uh, yeah, yeah. for the 27th, I believe it is. Uh-huh. Um, and like, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Like, But things have sucked me in more than I thought they would. Because like, I have I have this like printout. I don't know where I got it. Like, somebody tweeted at one point, but it was like somebody had done like, here's like the, the a good prioritization. Yeah. Of the different arcs. Yeah. And so it'll have like, it has like the Night Brothers arc on there and it has like, you know, where it's like, okay, watch these, make sure you watch these. Here's some notable mentions. But honestly, like I did that for season one. I did that for season two, followed it uh, for most of season three with some others thrown in there on, on mine because like I, I had watched them back, you know, a month or so ago anyway, I skipped some of them and added in some others. Um, for the Mandalorian, like some of the Mandalorian arc stuff, I'd watched that in preparation for our Mandalorian mm-hmm. review, mm-hmm. and so uh, so I went ahead and you know made sure to to, to not do those this time because I'd already watched them, not spend the time on it. But then I got into season four, and season four, like it's so good. Every single episode, like I, I, I mean, I've watched all of them so far, and all of those arcs are just amazing. Like even the ones that like you can't like the way they picked it was like okay, here's three arcs so basically three sets of three episodes mm-hmm. that you definitely need to watch mm-hmm. and here's like two notable mentions for mm-hmm. each season mm-hmm. and it's just like it left out so much of like some of these things and i'm like man i yeah i feel like i want to watch this episode because like it's got a, a really good ahsoka like kind of character moments and arc mm-hmm. in there or it's like oh i feel like i need to watch this one because it's got like all of these other things in there about anakin and stuff so anyway it's uh it's been a it's been a fun time i'm in the like nearing the end of season four now diving into like season five season five is shorter so are you going to end up watching this whole series, basically? I'm, I'm basically, ended, uh, aside from, like, maybe three or four arcs in season one and two, yeah. uh, I've essentially watched the whole series <laughs> in the last, like, couple of months. That's so, hilarious. But it's like, I'm, I'm on the track, I'm on the path, it will happen, I will end up watching all of season four and all of season five at the, like, very minimum. All right. So, all right. it's a good time, dude. All right. It's a good time. I'm also, like, wrapping up uh, Hollow Knight. There's a couple of, like, the DLC things that uh, that they've added post-launch nice. that are just in the version that I have on, on Switch or whatever. It's still a fantastic game. There's this whole section of it that I didn't realize, like, was, was even in there of, like, just pure platforming. Like, yeah. it doesn't have any, like, combat, that sort of thing. It's, like, and it's just, like... Uh, essentially s- almost celeste style like platforming with yeah. the hollow knight kind of uh mechanics which yeah. is really which is really fun so that also that kind of like pixel perfect kind of platforming is also very very fun for me so yeah. i've been been working on that dlc but that game is i mean at this point i'm like getting into like the very ends of that game i've, I've explored the entire map i've talked to all the things i've talked you know done all the the stuff aside from the big boss and the this dlc so yeah. it's like i'm doing to do with the dlc Get the most power that I possibly can, and go wreck myself. You know, whatever, whatever. You know, bug beast yeah. is gonna crawl out of the depths. Yeah. You know, for the for the final boss. All so, right. yeah. What have you been up to this week? All right. So uh, I'll make it quick. We I've been um, uh, playing a lot of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Boom. Still good. Oh man, um, this is. Maybe possibly it's pro- it's definitely the best Star Wars game I've, I've ever played. Okay, okay. Um, it's it may be one of my favorite games mm. ever. Mm. Um, just I I love the way that they've been like telling the story and the way that the the action plays out. It ties into so many things, John. I am excited for that part of it. Prequels. I kind of worry that I need to have played that before Clone Wars. Episode four, five, and six. Okay. Episode seven, eight, and nine. Man, seven, uh, eight, nine. Well, it's tying into it's tying into the rise of Skywalker. Def, well, I don't know about okay, okay, specifically seven. Okay, I'll say that. Okay, okay. Uh, You're teasing me. 
What? You're teasing me here. I, I know. I, I want to know. I, I know. What connections are, well, man. that's the thing I, I can't tell you, okay. John. Okay. Um, yes. So, like, uh, man, it's... I mean, I, I want to talk about things that have just happened. Like, ah. just like I love, so there, there are, um, I'll just say this there, this takes place between three and four. Mm-hmm. There are flashbacks to things that happened before this. Okay. Okay. Story. So like clone wars kind of era, yes. you know? Yes. I'll say that. Cool. I yep. dig it. I dig it. Uh, and so it's, uh, it's just real good, John. Um, I believe I have been, I think I've been like somewhat spoiled on some of the enemy, one oh, of the no. enemies that's in there. Okay. But uh, it, it makes me want to play it even more yeah. because I just watched those episodes in Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know if you don't want to be spoiled on on an enemy type in this game, you can skip forward fifteen seconds or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the Night Sisters, yes, and uh, and the, the zombie there. kind of zombified Night Sisters yep. as well. I would, I, you know, so yep. I uh, I'm very excited to see how that plays into it because they are some of my favorite characters. Yeah, that arc specifically, that arc specifically is really cool. Um, as well as like the Knight Brothers arc, like kind of like they, they really like go into each other. Um, and, uh, and I was doing some reading about those arcs specifically and about how, like, uh, whenever George like wanted to bring back, uh, Darth Maul, um, and, uh, like those two series, like kind of like play into each other, but like his, uh, George Lucas's, his daughter, uh, Katie Lucas wrote those like scripts. Mm. And, uh, and so like, I, I had no idea that she even like worked on the show, but apparently she like played roles in the prequels, uh, the prequel, prequel movies, like kind of like extras, like various extras. And then, uh, and then wrote like some of the, some of the really cool arcs in, Clone Wars. That's so cool. I, I thought I was like, well, wow, that's a cool piece of like trivia. Yeah. Which is uh which is awesome. Anyway. But yeah. So Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, good Jedi game. Fallen Order, great game. Um Um I was gonna say what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something else about it. Uh we were talking about the 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 Night Sisters. The Night Sisters and, and, and the Zombified and Night, Night Brothers. Sisters. And the Night Brothers. Yep. You're giving me a look, Chris. <laughs> now I'm wondering if the Night Brothers. I mean, Darth Maul is like trouncing around at this time, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that are trouncing around at that time period, like between those, like where this game takes place. Yeah, so. it's just really cool, like you know, seeing things happen. And um, yes, once you play it, we need to review it. I'm down. Uh, I've also gotten back into a little bit of Fortnite um, this week. Cool, because uh, the uh, new new. Season should be starting on the twentieth, which that's I guess two weeks away, something like that. Yeah, and there are some like I mean they've been uh, they just keep releasing basically new skins to the um, battle pass uh, skins or like sorry new versions of the skins. Interesting. Um, Honestly, just they're 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 happening just to keep people interested. But here's the thing: half of them are purple. Oh which man, which is my favorite color. Yes. So I'm like, well, if it wasn't purple, I wouldn't even bother. But now I've got to go after it because purple you have to yeah i mean whenever something's your favorite color yeah it's like you have to do that yeah so that's really what sucked me back in i was like mm. well i don't you know i've already done all the things in the season level like maybe like, i wait for a big update and then like they just go but wait it's purple <laughs> it's, and wait, like, it's purple ah! all right cool i'm in yeah yes <laughs> where can i sign fast enough <laughs> right yeah, just... so that's really what i've been up to that's awesome that's awesome i dig it dude oh and last week sorry uh watched the first weekend of the amc best picture marathon yeah um, so finally watched um, Ford versus Ferrari. Cool. And Little Woman. It was Ford versus Ferrari, Joker, Little Woman. Yeah. Uh, Joker, way better than even the second time around, honestly. Um, and I think it's because like the first time I watched it, it was like I was so like on the edge of my seat, like what is going to happen? Yeah. And like this was a great environment for it, but I think the last time, so we watched it at a drive-in over the summer for Didi's birthday. And I think I think I missed just missed a lot of like contextual things, small details. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 a, uh, you know, there's lots of things going on, uh, people, you know, talking or driving through, and you're trying to hear because you're just like listening through the car speakers, and you're outside the car, so it's just like everyone's speakers are so just like this weird ambient sound. Yeah, I mean, it's a great experience. I love going to the drive-in. It's just not a great like environment for studying the minutia of a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even like the, the screen, you know, it's like, I mean, sure, it's uh, it's dark, but like, we, you know, there's a moon out and well, so like and it's not... The, like you're outside, so it's like the, uh, like if there's anything in the air, like it's like, oh, if it's like, yeah. if it's hazy or if it's exactly. like, if it's humid or anything, yeah. it's like, it's gonna change the way that light it refracts. It looks a little different. The, yeah. So like, I mean, there were a lot of details, like, you know, at some point in the movie, for instance, this is not a spoiler, but they like mentioned that there's super rats 
you know, in the city. And um, is this like on uh, Princess Bride, like the giant opossums? That basically, like, well, I didn't, and I didn't even notice they were there until like the <laughs> second time. And then Didi's like, "That's a big old rat," and I'm like, "That is a big rat. It's these giant, like, dog-sized rats." Oh, so it's not as big as the as and, the uh, the opossums, are right? Like, and there's what like are they random- called in the in the in the Princess Bride. There's know. some weird name for them. Anyway, go, uh, go. they're just randomly in there. I'm like, I mean, not randomly. They made, they comment on them, and then they're just there. I'm like, oh man, I didn't see that last well, time. That's like a weird detail just like it's it's almost like uh the porgs you know yeah, in, yeah. in like last jedi where you're like well, they're porgs, just kind of just there they made a point to show them so they don't ever like yeah, it's just yeah. like in wide shots you see these rats running around <laughs> like man that's crazy um like, that's weird yeah even like some random things with like you know i noticed oh, oh i noticed that like that, that implies something completely different than i thought was happening ah, so stuff like that fascinating um Ford vs. Roy, phenomenal. Yeah. The sound design on that is great. Uh, and then it's just like, it's Christian Bale, Christian Bale and Matt Damon. They're phenomenal actors. Yeah. It's just a great movie. You know, it's it's interesting. Like, if, if I were, like, to, to tell, say, like, what are my favorite actors? Like, I don't think that necessarily, like, Matt Damon wouldn't, like, pop up to the top. But it's like, he is... He's in so many things yeah. that I I enjoy a lot, so it's like he probably should pop up there. Yeah, Christian Bale is definitely like one of my favorite favorite actors. Like, Top he's five just really actors. Good. So like, let's just say like just male actors. Yeah. Um, I don't, and this is in no particular order necessarily, but I think uh, definitely um, Leo, probably Christian Bale, Matt Damon, The Rock, um, and. I had five two seconds ago, I thought. That's what my problem was oh, going to be. It's like remembering. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, See, I love. He, he wouldn't even like, wouldn't even like blip on the, on the radar. For, so for I, me, really. I recently watched, um, I can't remember what it was called. That's not to say that he's not good. It's just like, man, that's just like, he wouldn't occur to me. You yeah. Know? Have you seen the, the movie about. Also Transformers, but you know. Have you, well, you know, have you seen the movie about the Boston uh, Marathon bombing? Uh, no, I have Patriots not. Day. Patriot Day? Patriot's Day, yeah. No, I haven't. Dude, he's in that great movie. Um, he plays like this like kind of uh, this role that's uh, like a mixture of like, he's not really a real person that was there, but he's like a mixture of several different uh, people that allows his character to be in like several different spots throughout the day. So it like narratively makes sense with the film, but then everyone else are actually like real people, um, which is really, really cool. Uh, it was, it's, you should watch it. It's long, mm-hmm. but it's good. Um, but like Mark just has this thing for some reason where I'm just like, yeah, he just like, you're just like, it's like, hits me in the gut gotcha, with his acting a lot of times, you know, like it just feels, it just feels real to me. Yeah. Um, cause he usually plays like characters, like, you know, characters who are kind of flawed, like this guy in, in, in Patriot's days. Like, I mean, he has like a, a bum knee because he got ticked off and tried to kick somebody or something like that. So he's hobbling around the whole movie really. Um, and, uh, I don't know. He just like, he just, he plays that kind of character real well a real 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 person um anyway then i also saw little Little women yep i love the book um and the movie it surprised me because it um it's i don't feel like this is a spoiler it uh jumps back and forth through time so rather than starting at the beginning whenever they're little and going to through to adulthood it jumps it starts like when they're when they're adults and then and then flashes back to explain certain things. Interesting. Yeah, it's really really cool. I dig I dig that. Like and I uh I feel like on a, it would be just as compelling that way. Like a, a a narrative like you know taken and told that way would be just as compelling if not like more so if you're very familiar with it or whatever. It's like, "Oh man, you know, when, you know, yeah. you know, when do they choose to say like to show which part of the story then yeah. is like it's it's uh it's it's kind of like in in the post lost kind of uh (laughs) narrative structure it's funny because it's like when you choose to reveal certain information that was always true or always there like is is just as compelling as like what that information actually is you know i feel like um in the past few years we just had a lot of things that are just like fooling around with like either time yeah so like we had um dunkirk Mm -hmm. and the witcher fools around with time yeah in the same way that Dunkirk does. Interesting. Kind of. Like, it was like simultaneously, but also not simultaneously. So this is kind of spoilers for The Witcher, I guess. But I mean, you end up figuring out. Like, it kind of frustrated me at the beginning. Okay, skip forward if you want to hear anything about The Witcher. Um, 
it kind of frustrated me at the beginning because there were three different storylines happening and I had no idea why in the world we were like watching any of them until like the third episode. You're like, mm. oh, I freaking get it. That's mm. what's been happening the whole time. Interesting. So like I kind of teased that like whenever we were talking about it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and whenever you get it, you're like, oh, man. Why didn't I see that before? Yeah, because they were totally teasing me with that. Yeah, and like they were caught, and like I, you just don't see it. Um, so there's that. There's Little Women's doing that thing. Um, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, uh, tenants about to. I mean, you th- you think we think you think? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like that's the other thing about that. Like, well, about, I, about I think so. Like, I'm I, not sure. Like, what dude, that's gonna be? No one's just obsessed with time in general because you think about like Memento. Yeah. The whole thing's out of right. It's out of out, out of, of order. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he Inception. Played, he played Inception, but because like the different the different levels have different uh, like durations of time. That's true. That's true. Um, even the uh, not the magician. Uh, the illusion. No, which one's the one he did? The, the illusionist? No, the prestige. The prestige. That's mm. what it was. Mm. Prestige plays with time in a in a because like you're you're reading their diaries, isn't it? Right. Mm. Like that's how you're learning about them. Ish. Yeah. Like sort of. Yes. Like I mean, that's how the the book presents it. To, like because it's a book before it was a movie or whatever, and that's not, like they're they're drastically different. But yes, you're like yes. Um, and then and uh, it does play with time. Yes, you're right. And then uh, even like 1917 this year. It's not playing with time. It's like trying to be in real time. Yeah, it's just in, in the exact, you know. Yeah, of so time I just feel like there's a lot of time things happening. Yeah. I mean, it is, and, and you know, even uh, you think about uh, as far as Nolan goes, his the 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 relativity theory oh, of relativity Interstellar. on Interstellar. Oh my gosh, like that was a massive like yeah. like it was a big like character plot point that it had to be there that yeah. they had you know they used the theory of relativity to be like okay. I recently rewatched that again. Dude, such a freaking great movie. It's really good. I, uh, I, I was like, man, this is such a good movie. Then I changed my computer wallpaper to Interstellar. I mean, I mean, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous, it's a gorgeous movie, movie as well. Movie. So, yeah. all right. So that, that's what we went up to. I, I said it'd be quick, and then I wasn't quick. Sorry. That's nah, okay. That's I'm okay. Sorry. We, we touched on a lot of different things. Okay. It's a conversation, Chris. It's a conversational okay. podcast. That's true. But we're uh, gonna do a review of Birds of Prey. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> I give myself a little bit better of a grade this week than last week. Like last week, we were <laughs> saying like a C minus, like barely passing. Yeah. This week was a little bit. It was better. great. A little bit better. So what was your uh, pick of the week, John? Uh, my pick of the week this week is uh, the Dragon Prince season three. This what, is the what last. Is this? this is like this is. Uh, I know there's a season it's, one. It's a Netflix. I think it was my pick of the week years ago. At well, this I point. mean, at this point. <laughs> um, but it's a Netflix series. It's a uh, a fantasy series or whatever by mm. the uh, the same like team I think that did Avatar: The Last Airbender, which I haven't watched. Mm. Um, but it, like it, whenever it for initially launched, it was like this is going to be a big deal, and it, it's really good. Um, it, like this is the the last arc of like the the episodes I think that they had like in production um like beyond this it's like well if these three like you know if this one is do, does well they may like do a season four or whatever like they yeah. left it kind of open to that but this is like the end of like that whole journey and it was really good so it's a fantasy uh kind of setting where the uh the elves uh kingdom is at war with the human kingdom as it does in fantasy worlds <laughs> yes um and uh, unless they're friends yeah unless they're friends and, and they're, they're going all to, after the uh the elves the orcs you know yeah, like the orc, it, yeah, if there's like an, another faction where it's like uh-huh. oh no we're all we all hate the orcs um because they're being controlled by you know sauron yeah a giant eyeball right um anyway so the, this series they uh they have an egg the uh they've stolen the dragon king's last egg or whatever the the, the humans have and then the elves come in, break into the kingdom to assassinate the king in re- in retribution, and they discover that the egg is there. So two humans and an elf like go on a sojourn to go and bring this egg back to its uh its 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 people, and like it hatches along the way, and then like this it's, this is just like a really good ending to this arc. Like okay. I enjoyed right. the the way that it all culminated into season three. So cool. And this is the last season. This is the last season that I'm aware of. Like again, okay. they left it open to where like, you know, they could do another one, but it's like, I don't, uh, you know, I, I feel like this is probably it. Okay. Cause if they haven't renewed it by now, Netflix is usually not shy about like 
before something even comes out, like a season even comes out, they're like season next season's coming, you know, um, or like literally like a week and a half after it comes out, it'll be like, oh, well, we've you know put in production the next season of this thing. Um, and so for the fact that like this has been out for a little bit, living out for about a, a month or something like that, and they haven't announced a season four, leads me to believe this was it. And I'm actually very satisfied with the with the uh, the way the story ended up on this one. So um, I would come back for a season four, but. It's not necessarily like a must do in my mind. So, but yeah, that's my pick of the week, Chris. What is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is another podcast. Ooh. All right. So, um, the podcast is called Collider Jedi Council. So, it's from Collider. And the episode, specific episode, is called Star Wars Duel of the Fates Script Spoiler Review Rule of Two. So it's it's a it's a series that used to exist called Rule of Two, and uh, these two guys. It's a Star Wars podcast. Star Wars obviously. podcast. They they uh, got back together to talk about the Duel of Fate script. Now the Duel of Fate Fate script, John, is Trevorrow's Trevorrow's. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> Trevorrow's <laughs> script that he wrote. And submitted like literally, I think it was uh, eleven days before Carrie Fisher passed away, and when everything changed, like, and so you you read this and you totally see why things had to change. Um, it's interesting. It's just interesting. So so like, so how is the script out there? Like that's my first question. Is like where like if it like. How did they read this script? Because they're not, obviously not like Lucasfilm so, I mean, like employees or anything, you know. So it's like, how how did this happen? It's a great question. I don't know. I mean, it's. It, I think in my mind, there's either there's one of two options. Either a uh, Lucasfilm. I think the more likely thing is Trevorrow released it. Somebody leaked it to someone. So, yeah, Tre- Trevorrow leaked it. Or like some, maybe his co-writer because he had a co-writer or someone like that. Someone in the chain of was, like that was like, hey, like you know. Look what this could have been. And I don't even think Trevorrow is like, I don't think he's, he's never like expressed any ill will. Um, and it seemed like it was uh, a, uh, uh, whenever they parted ways, it was amicable. Right. Which at that point, like, yes, they were going to have to rewrite, like do major rewrites to his version yeah. of the movie. And it is drastically different. Like we're talking about like, there's hardly, like th- there are there are things that are the same and you can see why he got um, writing credit for Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. But like we're talking like it's so far removed from the situations that he had created yeah. these things for. He actually. I think like, he said that before. Like it was, you know, some, some, somehow, like right after Rise of Skywalker came out, you know, it was like people were like, oh, you know, even though he got writing credit, like his, like basically nothing survived from that script. Yeah, I mean, there were major things that, like, major characters or like situations, but like it's, but the sequence is just like, you know, he didn't have Palpatine, for instance, you know, like that's just like a big one. Um, there's actually a, a ship that's in his script that's at. Uh, it, at the in the Disney parks, um, Knife's Edge. Oh, is the ship? Okay, apparently that um, that he created. Um, cool. Yeah, and I know uh, I want to know which one it is so I can like. I guess, so I, guess, I, can so I don't know. know if if I don't know I've the ride. You've been on the ride. Yes, I've been on the ride. But I think it, it has something to do. It's the uh, it's the the Knights of Ren's ship. Okay. Interesting. That maybe Kylo uses. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, so I'll have to, uh, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, uh, he created that, and it's in this. And the Knights of Ren like play a major role. In, like, there's just there's it's just so far removed, John, from like what we got. Yeah. And I'm not saying what like there's so many things. Whenever yeah. you read it, you're like, man, that'd be so cool. And it would be, but like you know, you just never like. It's hard to say like reading just a script whether whether or not it would be better or worse mm-hmm. than the the movie we got. Oh yeah. Because there's so many things that have to go into it. There, I mean, I'm, you know, have to have actors read it, and then you have to have, yeah. you know, people actually execute on it and well, it's also, edit it. It's and, really funny, even to like having read like some screenplays, like and of movies that I've watched, like even just the like the screenplays, like where it's like this is what they used. But while they were like shooting the film or whatever, like, like sometimes they end up different. They they don't deliver. Like you're like, how did that like deliver well? Or how like yeah? How I mean, did they mess that one up? Or like whatever it is, you know. Yeah, so I mean, I, it goes either way. Like depending where it's like, oh, sometimes the script is you're like, oh, I read that and it's like reads just fine and it ends up awkward on screen. Yeah, and, and, you can, and other and you times can, you're like, it's the opposite. And they talk about it and like you can 
to compare it to like other scripts and like and it's a great script like if i'm reading this script it's great like and if you're looking at it you're just like man this is great um because there's and there's so many cool things in there that tie i don't think at the time like lucasfilm was trying to tie the entire saga together but there's things in here that tie the entire saga together um that uh, i think were just happening uh individually here's let me just tease you with it okay. and then i'll leave it leave you yeah yeah I mean, I need to listen to this podcast. Yeah. And so you haven't read the script. It's just you've listened to the podcast and people t- like the well, script yeah. doesn't the, exist well, out there. The script is well, the script is out there somewhere, but I don't think like it's not online. No, I can't like no one's been able to really find it. Like these guys, even one of them, I think he just like read it on a laptop. Like he only read it once. This other mm. dude read it several times, and they took notes. So they're working off of their own notes uh, of it. That's funny. And like kind of re- recount uh, recounting and telling the story of it. Um, so uh, the script opened, you know, with the crawl. Yeah. And then you pan down to uh, the entire, basically, I think it's Finn, Poe, Rose, BB-8, uh, hijacking a Star Destroyer out of a shipyard. That's awesome. To take back to the Resistance. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, there's things like um, uh, Kylo Ren goes to um, Mortis. And uh, wait, really? Yeah. No, no, no. Really, Chris? Yeah, yes. Okay. And crazy things happen. Uh, he, he. I mean, Mortis is is a wild place. So, like, yeah. you know, uh, there they have. I watched has, those episodes just the other week. Th- there's a reason. Uh, so the the planets he Kylo Ren has um, started has blocked off communication between all planets using a transmitter under in the base, basically the basement of the old Jedi temple mm. on Coruscant. Mm. So the rebels have to go attack of and course. assault the rebel, the, the temple goodness. on Coruscant. That sounds awesome. I know there's crazy things in here. So it's like, I kind of hope that this was Lucasfilm releasing this to try to like push some of these ideas out there and be like, mm-hmm. how do people respond to this? Would they like the, any of this? And then they, because honestly, remove the characters that are there. There are like those kinds of ideas yeah. that you could totally use again. Hijacking a star destroyer, assaulting the the um, Jedi Temple, like all these the things. Going thing to about, Mortis. The fascinating thing about that is that it does sound like essentially like the ideas that they had for like clone wars like where it's like whenever whenever somebody just walks in and goes like i have a really cool idea like and and it's like those are the types of things that you as a star wars fan i love about star wars where it's like this just like you have these toys yep like go pl- like what would you do how would you set this up like yeah. what would you do with these 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 various elements once you had them and it's like and do that's, that and that's i was I'm, I'm quoting i'm basically quoting fulton fultron at this point like um, our third co-host who hasn't been on forever. He hasn't been on in like yeah. you know, a year and a half. Um, he's uh, vacated his post. Um, I was talking to him. He's and left he's it like, abandoned. We always set, set a place at the table, though, for him. Yeah, he, I mean, just, there's an empty spot right next to me. There's a microphone. I record it all the time, but it's just yep, we never use it. There. Um, <laughs> that's the most frustrating thing about the 789 is that they, they just kind of – it's like they exist in this vacuum. Like they – there are callbacks, yes. Mm-hmm. Parallels, yes. Mm-hmm. But not direct. They're not pulling in, you know, like Rogue One did. They're not pulling in Saw Gerrera. Mm-hmm. They're not pulling in, like, these things from all, from the books or, mm-hmm. like, the, I mean, everything kind of, like, pretends like it's happening. Mm-hmm. But they're actually pulling things and trying to, like, make it seem like it's happening, like, with these other material, like, comics, books, yeah. like, after the fact, like you know, I don't, I don't really think that um, that dude who ends up being Wedge's son in the Force Awakens was that even the like the, was that the, was that the know. thing? You know, like I, it's a good question. Back then, it was just like a, a cameo, like yeah. a, of that actor, and so um, that's the most frustrating thing with that with with seven eight nine is that like they just they just sit there in a bubble and feel like they don't play well with the rest of the franchise. Yeah, and in a lot of cases, like again, like I would, I like I. This one of the reasons why I love the Mandalorian is because, like you say, yeah. oh, I have all these elements, and then you just yep. like you you trust a a like writer and a director to like just just throw these things together, you yeah. know. And so like e- even the episodes that were like, and I think I talked about this in the review with Jared. It's like even the episodes that weren't like my favorites. Yeah, it's like I still like loved certain things about them because totally. it's like because like whatever you know writer whatever director like they they just they chose to put these things in here. Yeah, and 
for a reason and like it and it works so yeah i don't know it's uh i'll have to listen to that podcast yeah so listen to um it's the latest episode obviously well actually i don't think you don't think it is it is it is is? it's the january 17th episode okay of collider jedi council okay titled star wars duel of fate script spoiler review rule of two okay and my pick of the week this week was the uh, Dragon Prince Season 3 on Netflix. <laughs> on to the review. <laughs> yeah, so it's time to review Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey. All right, we'll do a spoiler-free section, and then That's we'll right. do a, a, a spoiler-filled section. That's right, with a spoiler countdown before it happens. Yeah. Um, so, uh, For the huge. Just like a quick overview, I was very surprised by this film. I was surprised um, by it too, I mean, numerous I, times. We talked uh, a couple weeks ago. Like I was actually more up on this than you were. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was anticipating for it to be good. I was mm-hmm. surprised by how funny it was mm-hmm. and how, um, uh, I, I guess like, well, the, how this, rated R it was. Like I, ra- yeah, I was surprised at how rated R it was because yeah. I didn't even realize it was rated R before we were sitting there. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Um, which is not bad. No. It, I think it's great. That's fine. Um, I, th- I thought it worked better that way. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, I, I was also surprised. We can talk about this in the spoilers, but like from the title, this was uh, honestly, this is a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, yeah. Like this is not a Birds of Prey movie. No. It, it, in, I mean, they are there mm-hmm. and like you kind of see the origins of mm-hmm. them, but like this is totally Harley's story. Yeah. And like the fascinating thing about the birds of prey and like that comic is that like it, it very much in a lot of ways was that way as well. Yeah. Like we're like, basically she Harley Quinn like was featured in, in some of the, the biggest of those stories in huge ways, like yeah. was, was integral essentially to that team to the point where it's like, I like just, you know, kind of in my head, like lump her into the birds of prey. Like, right. where it's like, okay, she's just in that, right. In that team, which, you know, like I think that's the, Depending on how this is received, I, I hope like it seems like you know. On, on we looked at Rotten Tomatoes before this, so it seems like it's been received well from critics and and audiences. Yeah. But like you know, like our theater was kind of like low for an opening. I, I thought the entire like the entire theater tonight, like the entire like the yeah. building, like the parking lot was not very full. Yeah. And it was just I was just like this is weird. Like usually I have to park like way out there, but I parked like super close this time. So and I know it's like anecdotal evidence. Really where It's anecdotal. like you know it's you know one theater out of the entire country. Yeah, so and then like, like you know Tennessee, like tonight Nashville's supposed to have like some snow tonight. Yes. So it's like I don't know how many people like were like I'm not gonna go out because it might snow or like because right. I've got to get bread. So <laughs> like you know bread and milk. It it is what it is. Yeah. You know? I mean uh, so. But all that being said, um, I wonder if had they like just had they labeled this a Harley Quinn movie, mm-hmm. would that have like made a difference in the perception of this? Because it, it would have made a difference in the way I was perceiving it in the run up to it. Yeah. Because like yeah. I mean, sure, she's in all the in all the previews, but for all I know, you're using all of her you know scenes, and she's just kind of like there, and this is a straight up Birds of Prey movie. Right. Um, so anyway, that's all I'll say with that before we get into spoilers. Yeah. I, I'm I'm there with you. Like I, I think originally, um, whenever there was this, yeah, Quinn whenever movie. like yeah. they were like, hey, we're gonna do a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, and then it kind of over time became Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, and it's yeah. like, and then it now is morphed as like the like how did the Birds of Prey like become right the main part of the title? I don't know. You know, so. um, I think like this is this is well cast, and like um, I mean. To the point where uh, it's it's very self aware, which is great. Oh yeah, I mean Harley's monologuing most of the time, just yeah. without you know like spoiling anything, and like the characters that are cheesy, mm-hmm. they call out as being cheesy. Oh yeah, it's very Deadpool esque in yeah. that sense. Yeah, um, where it's like it's not. Uh, I feel like Deadpool does more talking straight to the camera. I don't even remember Harley doing that in this. Does she? She she, she breaks looks, the fourth wall a couple times. She, she looks at it a couple times, but I don't yeah. remember her talking. Well, no, I do now. Not to the extent that Deadpool does. No, no, it's uh, not like on that level of just like of like you know fourth wall breaking. Yeah. But it is it does break the fourth wall a couple of times. Yeah. Um. In that, like, it's very clear from the get go that Har- Harley is telling this story. Correct. You know, um, almost in real time. Yeah. And so, like, that's like it. It's just a a fascinating thing about it that allows them to do these unique, cool things. Like you said, like, like have characters that are like very intentionally one way. Um, it's, you know, not a spoiler. There's a, there's a police officer in it. Yeah. Um, and it very intentionally is like a very like 
they like she even says like whenever she introduces her like you know it's like a, a cheesy cop like monologue yeah. or something like, like yeah. she like goes after that and they like totally like double down on her character being that, that. yeah and uh and that works really well in this movie yeah. so like that I, they do that you know with with a couple of different characters in here and it's like it just yeah. feels right with this movie um i think like so like i think it was it was well cast well acted um i love uh Ewan McGregor as a villain. Dude, he was so like, I mean, he's convincing. Yes. As all get out as a villain. It was he, very well, strange. Like, and, and like, I, I first. He was, he was more than just a one dimensional villain. Yeah. Like, because you actually, like, he, he, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of like previous DC villains, even like every single one of them, dude. Like, you're just like, I don't even understand. I don't even understand what, like, what is happening here. Yeah. And why. Yeah. And, you know, I know this is like, uh, world ending, and I guess maybe mm-hmm. that's what fate made him feel better. It's like he's not, you know, destroying the world no. this time. No, um, spo- I, see, I feel like we're gonna jump into spoilers too much, but you know, like it made he feels like a real villain, right? You know, like and he's well developed, yeah. Like you learn well, to hate him, yeah. You learn to hate him so much, yeah. And then you know, because like the first time he shows up, I was like, oh man, you know, and he's villain, legit- he's legitimately scary, yeah, he's legitimately scary, and you never know like in a cast that includes like Harley Quinn where it's yeah. like you never know what's going to happen yeah um i didn't know what was going to happen no like it's like i was sitting there in certain moments with him and i'm just like i don't i don't know what's happening here i don't know what's going to happen yep. and i'm not okay with with any of it you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah so like that was very convincing i also like you said like the humor in it like it was it was it's it is uh-huh. outrightly funny yeah. And it's also like outrightly funny for such a like violent movie. Again, I didn't know, I didn't realize it was rated R going into it, but like the third or fourth time that I like winced and like closed my eyes, like before something happened, yeah. I was like, this is rated R for yeah. sure. Like a hundred percent. So like, and I think they use humor in two different ways, which is really interesting in this movie. They use it to lighten the mood. Yeah. Um, from our quote unquote, or from our anti-heroes. I'll just say yeah. that. Yeah. And then, um, and then whenever like you McGregor's using humor, it's there to like make him more creepy. Oh like, man, yeah, it's not funny. The world? It, it's like not funny at all. Well, it's like it's funny, but in a like, Ugh, you are messed up kind uh-huh. of way. Uh-huh. Like so anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's really like it's it's, it's done it's done well. It's done well. And, and, like I also will say like the action sequences in this thing. Oh man. So yeah. good. I think like I mean there's yeah. So if we were going to judge this on like a purely like artistic like sense in, a, in an artistic sense, like the action's great. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, you know, like it's like they have, hmm. there are some shots in here that I'm like, I wanted to see, don't, please don't cut. Like I wanted us to see it happen. Like there's a, uh, there's a, like, for instance, there's a spot where like um, Harley does this cool thing with a bat and like bounces back at her and she catches it. Well, like it's a wide shot and you see mm-hmm. the whole thing happen right before it hits her hand. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, and then so it cuts up close yep. and you see her catch it. I'm like, I just want to see her catch it and like from the other shot. I feel like that is like that. That's. I feel like they're covering something up. Well, I mean, sure, but like MCU movies do that a lot as well. Like yeah. with Cap and like Winter Soldier and like, yeah. like they do, they do these like cuts where it's like it's it feels well, very like but impactful. they don't go they don't go uh, they don't go halfway there almost all the way there then like cut it to the last second. Mm. I feel like if they do something cool they know it's cool. And this did too, but it was just like I don't know it felt a little sloppy in the editing in the action sequences. Interesting. Luckily it didn't do what like MCU movies used to do and cut it to like high frame rate and right. then it looks all choppy and you can't tell what's happening. Right. You could definitely tell what was happening. Um, it just felt like, and maybe it was on purpose, but it just feels odd and off kilter and kind of chaotic mm-hmm. in the way that they edited it. And I think it could have been more impactful had they I not done that. that. I could see that. Um, and I do think like while, while yes, it could have been more impactful if they didn't do it. Just the fact that like, I don't know. It this is definitely the best action that we've oh, seen yeah. in a DC movie. Oh, 100%. Like yeah. straight up like like they haven't done any action that's been on this level in any of the movies. I mean, like yeah, Zack the, Snyder I mean, any of it. The fighting you know? choreography choreography yeah. is great. Uh the gunplay is great. Mm-hmm. Um just like the ideas that they present in this movie um about 
combat is great. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to say that without being spoiler, yeah, but you know I what I mean. Yeah. Uh, the things that they do, um, it's 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 really really unique, and I love it. Yeah. Um, it I mean, it's brutal too. Oh yeah. I mean, it, people like freaked out like whenever Batman was beating people up in Batman versus Superman, and how brutal it was. This yeah. is like take take that times ten. Right, right, right. And like again, like it's. I'm not usually like. I don't, I'm not usually like, you know, super squeamish or anything like that, but it's like, it did get like real intense yeah. for me. In yeah, there's a couple times where I'm like, you holy know, cow, I can't believe they just did intense, that. real intense, you know, where yeah. I'm just like, where I'm like, whoo, you know. Yeah. Whoo. Or it's like, I'm going to remember that one. Yep. Um, but, you know, it's not, not, not necessarily like a ding against it or an knock no, against it. it. It's, it's kind of one of those like where it's like, dang, I, I am impressed that they went there, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, totally. Um, I say if you're up for it, go see this movie. Like if, if yeah. all the things, like we've given all of the things, given like the details about like about the the action. Yeah. Do go get, if that sounds like it's up your alley, go see it. If it sounds like you know you know the uh, the the humor, if that's like up your alley, go see it. If yeah. it's, if comic book like kind of stuff is up here, like yeah. this nails kind of the vibe of of especially if you're like a Harley Quinn or Birds of Prey totally. like fan. Totally. Man, this is this nails that vibe. Yep. Um. We didn't talk about the soundtrack. Soundtrack's great. That's right. Yeah, like it's mainly it's mainly like licensed music, but it's yeah. great. Um, there's some cool. There are some cool like times when I'm like, man, I I would love to hear that like theme a little bit more. Uh-huh. Um, like an orchestral score. Yeah. Um, and you don't hear it enough in mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah. But the other music's great too. I think like this was it kind of became white noise at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were certain like choices that were like super awesome and like yeah. standout choices where yeah. and and I mentioned like um. That uh, last my pick of the week last week was Kipo and the Age of the Wonder Beast or whatever, and they said like they have some really good like anime fight scenes to like choreographed to music, and yeah. like that's how like pretty much all the like a lot of the fight scenes in this are choreographed to music in a lot of cases. See, like I, not necessarily. I don't remember that happening that much. Though. Oh really? Oh man, I remember like two specific moments where okay. I was just like, man, this is like this is intense with that. Okay. Um, but. So like if you if that's your if that's your jam maybe like maybe that that'll also be like a, yeah. a big plus for you. Yeah, so. I say go see this movie. Yeah, I definitely say go see it as well. All right, it's time for the spoiler countdown. It's it's counting down. It's, it's going. It's going. And uh, so if you don't want to get spoiled, turn it off. That's right. Uh, it's so going down it, in five, a four, a three, a two, a one. Throw out a spoiler. Batman and the Joker, not in this movie. <gasps> yeah. I kind of anticipated like Batman showing up or something, but I mean, like I don't know. I, I don't know that it had to. At least, uh, well, so like Joker, they talk about a lot because they kind of like. I mean, it, it's kind of the the uh, the catalyst. Her break, breaking up from the Joker is the catalyst for this movie happening. Yeah, and I guess you technically see him once whenever they're tattooing that dude's face. You yeah, see, you see him from behind. Um, and so I wasn't like necessarily like expecting him. Yeah. But I was expecting some kind of reference to Batman. The only the only reference they make is she call she names her hyena Bruce after that. What did she say? Cute Wayne guy yeah. or something like that. Um, it's not a bad thing. I was just surprised. Yeah, uh, that we didn't like you know just like casually even like reference him at all. Well, she mentions that like she got arrested by him. You're right. She does. And well, yeah. And but like we don't see him like we don't see him we don't see Which the we like we don't, we don't see squad. the bat signal we don't see like anything like that like happening yeah. I thought like there could have been some other things like throughouts to that bat universe like a Gordon in the well, like, like if, the actual if Ace like, Chemicals place. blows up yeah. Batman's gonna be there yeah you would think so yeah um, but other than that like you know that that specifically and then um, there were there there are plenty of I'll just say there are plenty of plot holes in this movie. But I think I can, I can, I can, I can overlook them for the most part. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, there's just some ridiculous ones. Like, why in the world is this, uh, ran- this small, uh, how old is this girl? I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe 16, 14, 15, 16, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, put in a, put in a holding cell <laughs> with a ton of other men in this section that are just like hardened criminals. Yeah. Like that seems a little, and then there's just a back door to this place that just lets you out. Yeah. Like that's yeah. odd. That was, yeah. I mean the whole like assault on the uh, GCPD, but then again, I also got to thinking where I was like, I was like, well, then again, GCPD, like Gotham city PD is not the most secure place sure. in the comics or anything. I so guess. it's like, 
I mean, there's just like weird things like that where I'm just like, ah. The Joker's like broken in there so many times. <laughs> so, you know. Um, you know, but like other than other than stuff like that, um, I love, I love. Yeah. And it can overlook yeah. most, of, most of it. For sure, for sure. And like, you know, like you said, like there are those questions that I had, especially about that, like the, uh, the Assault on Gotham. Um, the, the two th- like standout, like song to action thing mm. was, uh, was uh, Black Betty um, in the back of the, uh, of, yeah, of you're the right. GCPD. Yep. And then the fight scene before that, like I don't know what the song, I don't remember what the song was, but it was like whenever she's in the water, like where she's they have the, the sprinklers, water. like it's literally whenever those oh, cages okay. open, it was, both of them are in the, the GCPD like yeah. setup. And uh, and both of those were like fantastically action packed with the music. Sure, I mean action packed. I just don't remember them ha- like highlighting the music in any like. That's yeah. I, I can see what you're saying. You like know. where it's like not necessarily on the beat or anything yes, like that. Yes, like that exactly. Sort of thing. Like, like it is in like song. in like anime or whatever it is. Yeah. Like on the beat. Because like you thing, look at something so. like Baby Driver that is. Oh yeah. Like all that's like choreographed oh, yeah. to that song. Which, by the way, uh, listener Patrick mentioned that Baby Driver would probably be his like best soundtrack of uh, nice. of, of twenty, you know, or of, of the decade or whatever. That's like a great that call was out. His, you know, I was like, dude, that's yeah, that's a really good call out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I, I get you there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like for the most part, like I, I was easily able to breeze past those because, like, immediately, like. The things surrounding those things, like yeah. things like right after, like it would it would like jar you back. We're like, okay, we're back in with like the funny Harley stuff, or yeah. like the the we're back in with like the setup with Huntress, and like, right. you know, or we're back in with uh with Black Canary and stuff. Like so, like something interesting would like draw me back. We're like, oh, I don't, oh, I'm totally. not thinking about that too much. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's like standard like action. That's what a good action movie should do. Yeah, like it should pull you back in because of like what's happening. And this is like straight up an action movie, which is right. super cool. I mean, some yeah, some of the best choreography I've, I've seen fight choreography i've seen in a while um and the the tone is um unlike other action movies mm-hmm. in how it's, it's like other movies are jokey yeah this is not necessarily jokey it's just like funny because of the characters and who they are they're right. not like characters cracking jokes for the sake of cracking jokes yeah it's they're just funny well that's like a, a, a that is a really good like it that's that is a credit to the actors and like and the you know even like the direction of like oh being able to like time those correctly or like to to like to have those characters feel like oh they're not like you know like you said like cracking jokes this is they're just funny people like and they're just these are fun interesting people that are like kicking butt you know And by people, I mainly mean Harley Quinn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because I, that's the other Margot Robbie that's, is like that's just a surprise. Margot Robbie. You talk Robbie. about like you talk about like whenever you mentioned like the fi- top fives or whatever. Like, yeah. where you're like oh, man, this would be my top. Like she's up there, you know. It's oh like, yeah, totally. She's just, you know, well, I just said actors like actresses. I mean, like I think yeah, definitely like she's she is fantastic. It's probably like her Emma Stone. Um, I don't even know uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, uh, probably. I mean, I, I like I'd have to sit down and like think. I'm, I think through this list. I've thought through the other list before, but she's fa- fantastic, especially for this role. She like like yes. she is like she is Harley Quinn. Yes, and we even said that whenever we reviewed Suicide Squad. Oh yeah. Or like regardless of what we thought about that movie, which was right. not much, we said like the standout in in Suicide Squad is freaking Harley Quinn. Yeah. Because she's so dynamic. Yeah, and she like takes that character and like owns it yeah you know and she becomes it, it, harley quinn and in such a way as like you know she like very much like enjoys playing that character like yeah. she's been very vocal about how like i enjoy playing harley quinn like yeah. i i want to play that character yeah. and so you know it's it's just fun to to watch her do something that not only it like is something that that she enjoys but is like so crazy good at you know yeah. it's, it's it's she's amazing at it the i want to talk about the pacing a little bit I think honestly, by the time we, it's kind of like one of those things where, by the time we introduce Huntress and like jump back in time yeah. to introduce, I'm kind of like tired of doing it, you know. Like that's that's the one thing about well, they, the, they the format. They even reference it. They she even like references it, where she's like, oh, "I'll make this short," yeah, you know. And it's but and then it's, she doesn't. It's not right. short. No, it's so not like, short. I, that, that's my. But it's also like really interesting information, you know. And it's, it's interesting. Like, I just think they like if I don't know, like whenever we're ha- we're almost, we're over halfway through the movie and we're still introducing characters. Yeah. Like I'm not. I, I know other other movies have done this in the past, but 
I also feel like other movies have done it better in the past. Agreed. Like, for example, like the one that I'll, I'll throw out there is Into the Spider-Verse. Like, whenever you yes. introduce that last character, and he's like, one more time, or like, whatever, you know? It's like, yeah. it, and it's like, okay, well, it's played for com- comedy as well, yeah. as this is. It's the same it's kind like, of tone. But it's also really, like, delivered, like, in such a concise way, and like, and it's, I don't right. know. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't break... It doesn't break the rhythm of the movie as much as this did. Yeah, because like I feel like every single time we introduce a new character, it slows down the pace a lot. Yeah. Because, and that's I guess another like slight, um, slight, um, negative piece of this is like everything with Harley is so like fast and punchy, and then the second you go away from her. It's not. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's it's like even something that's just barely slightly slower, which is what I would put on like the level of like uh, Black Canary, and then it's something that's like drastically slower, which is like the police officers. Yeah, you know, it's like, and then like it, even something that's just barely slower is like you're like, oh, this feels like it's dragging just because it was so fast and right. so like you know intense before. So yeah, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. And, and and like, and I know, I think they know that. They know that we we're not going to get invested in all these people's stories. Like I, I didn't care about Hunter's story hardly at all. Like where it's like this is just a revenge story. Like and it's well, very I mean, one dimensional, right? So I get I, I, like you know it's it's still good and funny. Like yeah. Um, well, and you need you you know you, her character. You can't spend that much time necessarily in this movie because like it's like you're taking time away from you know a Harley Quinn or something like that, which right. is what you know is. And that's where like I guess that's my only like huge negative or like I just like. If this was gonna be a Harley Quinn movie, I would. I honestly wanted more Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Like I actually liked it whenever it did slow Harley Quinn down. They're just like hanging out in the apartment. Yeah, and I was kind of bummed whenever that ended so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I was like, ah, oh, crap. Like I kind of wanted to like hang least, out here for a minute. Yeah, you hang know? Out here, at least go through the next day and like kind of like settle in or something. I don't yeah. know. Like yeah, just see something happen. I could get that, yeah, and that that also was like one of my favorite parts of it, like where it's like you know her and uh, and and Cassandra Cain like just hanging out or whatever, yeah. Which by the way, uh, Cassandra Cain, Batgirl, um, right. a Batgirl, yep. Um, and so like we'll see like if they get a sequel or whatever, what happens? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, the DC movie universe does what it wants, so. right? Which is fine. It's fine at this know. point. Like, I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I would I rather than just I tell think good in the, I think in the future, what? I would just, it's just tell good stories like this. Tell you good know, stories, like, but, is, and they good. can be in the same universe. Just tell yeah. good stories, though. Yeah. You don't have to tie them all massively together. We've talked about that before. Right. They just tried to do that too fast, too early, before you'd had any movies. Um, yeah. I mean, if I was going to like say like the, the movies that like that tried to do that the most are the ones that aren't the best. Mm-mm. Justice League, yeah. uh, um, Suicide Squad. Even I wasn't a huge fan of Aquaman. Yeah, I mean, Aquaman is was okay. They didn't really it was, tie, it the, tie it's things. Good, it's good. I was saying. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know that I'll ever watch it again. <laughs> Batman vs Superman. There were parts that were great, parts that were bad. <sighs> yeah, um, the parts that were bad were the parts where they tried to really like you know try things in things. Yeah. Um, I will say like my main point in saying like hey just you know make good movies is like just because Cassandra Cain was a Batgirl in the comics doesn't necessarily mean that she has to be one here. It's like you're just like you right. don't ever have to make her a Batgirl in this well, universe if, if you don't want to. It's just like do some if it works with it well with her character do it. That's awesome. Yeah. If not, that's fine. Well, that's what I loved about uh about that's what I love about this version of the DC universe people are not what necessarily what you expect and mm-hmm. what you remember them as. And even like this one, um, I don't even know. Did we know that was Zaz before halfway through the movie when he says his name? I guessed it was because of the whole, like he had a thing with knives and he had scars on his face and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I guessed that it was for sure, but it's like, you know, I feel like that was know. a cool like take on him though, as yeah. just like this henchman kind of yeah, guy. Definitely. Um, because and and the fact that they like don't reveal that to later, I'm like that's cool. Like yeah. I, I like that. And even like I know that like uh, J- Jared Leto's version of the Joker was odd. I like the fact that he's different. Mm-hmm. Um, and that this, it's just like this is a different universe yeah. than we've seen before. Yeah, and like, that's the thing about like we've seen so many versions of like the Batman Batman universe, even on screen. You know yeah. that it this one being different, it it makes me. Like it intrigues me, and yeah. the fact that like we don't have to even have like the same 
like if they do another like Harley Quinn movie or whatever, it doesn't necessarily have to tie back to this one. Like or like even, I mean, I would want it to tie to this one. You kind of want it to, but like it doesn't have to tie to like the Joker movie that they just did with with uh, Walking oh, no. Phoenix or whatever. Like that doesn't tie into anything. No, no, I don't think it's like it and should. they can do that stuff. And it's like yeah. I like the fact that like they they are they like DC feels free to like just let's just do that. Yeah, like the Batman. I don't know that it will tie into yeah. anything, and I don't think it has to. No. Um, but if they do, that's fine. Yeah. Like, and honestly, Joker could tie into this. Joker, I wish you would watch Joker because then we could talk about it in a way that would make sense with things. Right. Um, but Joker could potentially tie into things in the way that it's set. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how else to say that without being super. The spoilery. interesting thing about like all of this is that like tying things together isn't doesn't seem to be like the the number one priority, and that's the part of it that I like. Yeah. Where totally. it's like it's. It's just about like, hey, tell the story that you want to tell, and like, yeah. we'll we'll do it. Well, I think rather finally... than like, you know, in the past, it's been more about like, we must, we must do a universe. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're finally making movies that are actually good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and like, I think what I was. I don't know if I did. I say this earlier, but what I was trying to get to is, I think you know, ten years in the future, we'll actually look back on this span of this version of the DC universe, and actually probably look at it pretty positively because you look at things like. Man of Steel was great. Batman vs Superman was good. Like, I mean, I I still like, I still really like it, um, and I know a lot of fans do. The um, this movie's great. Wonder Woman, the first one's great. Oh, the yeah. second one looked like it's going to be good. Um, so, like, there are uh, that's the majority of the movies. Like, mm-hmm. we're only really leaving out then Justice League and Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, the majority of these this universe is. Oh, sorry, Aquaman. Aquaman. Well, I, see, my thing, my take on Aquaman is Aquaman is like it feels is, so removed. Is aggressively okay. Like it's yeah. it's a it's a good movie, and it's like you know, and but fitting in with his universe, it's like okay, you know. Yeah. Fine. I mean, I fell asleep in it, so <laughs> <laughs> in the theater, and I hardly ever do that. That's right. That's just like a that's just that's the telling sign for me. Well, and I think that you woke up and it was like, what what's what's happened? Not much. Not, nothing. Same Not thing. much. Same thing's going on. Um, one thing I did want to ask you. So, okay, the part one part threw me off hardcore. Whenever Black Canary finally did her like mm-hmm. scream thing, I guess we had kind of referenced it before with the yeah. glass, but how in the world it did. Somebody goes, you know what you have to do. Yeah. And I'm like, how, who, how, and who knew that? But, 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 but it was the police officer, and she had already talked to her on the steps about your mom had these powers. I know that you do too. She said powers? Yeah. She said, the, you know, your mom had power or had, had the power. Like, however she phrased it was very, like, kind of like vague or whatever. She said that your mom helped me. No, yeah, she did, but it was before that. She said, I know you have the same power your mom had. Um, and That's, she used her power. Like that she, was far too like yeah. subtle. Yeah, they should have like they should have made that a little more obvious because it just felt like it came out of nowhere. It felt like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, and I'm like, you should have been doing this the whole time. My thing is, I wondered how that was gonna play. Um, I mean, she passed out afterwards. I mean, though. And, and, I know. and I know, like, this is the thing. Like, I know that that uh, that's Canary's power. Yeah. So like, I like it made sense just knowing that. It was like from a narrative standpoint, mm-hmm. it's like that's just like you're like weird. yeah, it just kind of like happened. Right. Um, I get it. Um. Because honestly, interesting. They could have just been taking her her character in a in a direction where like that is all her thing is. She just sings right. really well and can break glass. Like I right. don't know, you know, like right, 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 right. Um, and I guess like you know, like I said, like I was wondering how that would play for for like just in general to to people like and you missing the the one key phrase. It's like yeah, I feel like we should have hinted at this a little bit harder. Totally. Um, because I did think at that at the time where I was like, are we are we really only gonna like have that happen? And like whenever they were like all pinned down, I was like, well, I know what's gonna happen here. Um. Yeah. See, I like I didn't, and like, yeah. I feel like I should have. Yeah. If that's what we were all waiting for. Yeah. And then it just kind of came out of nowhere that she has. This, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's a bit of a miss as far as like you know a uh, like missing one phrase like is like you you miss kind of the point of that character. But you know at the same time it's like okay, was it an audio mixing thing? Like was it a thing where like that wasn't loud enough? Was it a thing? No, where it's I mean like, I think that's a, like that's that's a stupid way to introduce a uh, an idea for a power. Yeah, I, I think I don't I don't disagree. I mean I think like it would it would. Hmm. Like if I was gonna rewrite that, like you see her breaks in glass, and then yeah. you see her do one more time on a smaller scale before she does it there, and like yeah. wipes everybody out. Yeah, that's you know a good I mean? call. That's a good call. Like, 
that's a good way to tease it. Right. Of like, hey, she could actually take all these people out. Like, does it, like, upstairs, like, literally in the fight scene just prior to that or something like that? Like, before they, uh, before the people repel through the ceiling and they take the slide, you know? Yeah, or, like, whenever she was, like, freaking out there, like, uh, whenever, um, I can't, uh, Black Mask was, like, being all weird there in the club. Yeah. Like, maybe she had done something there that would have, like, kind of, like, uh, uh, foreshadowed her having this. Huge I literally power thought, there. like, I, I potentially, like, I thought that she might actually do it then as well. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, was this the moment? And then it wasn't the moment, and she just let everything like happen there, and like, and then you know, that was so like ridiculous. Which, I, then, which, which I get. Like, yeah. I, mean, I get. From, I mean, but like, I, I'm not even saying that's the right place. I'm yeah. saying from a from a introducing her power standpoint. Right. Like you want to see it at a smaller scale before you like pff, unleash it in the big. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just like I just feel like it's just sloppy, sloppy yeah. writing. A little bit, and I think like it may have been like an effort to play at that humor because, like, again, like the monologue of Harley, like you never know, like if that was like the intention of like, oh, well, we want it to be funny, where she's like, oh, I told you she had to kill her voice, or, which you it know, just ended up not being funny. Well, it ended up not like it, I it also wondered. It's like okay, what came first, chicken or the egg? Like, was it a situation where it's like, oh, that didn't like that didn't play how we didn't shoot a spot where that would like be able to set that up better can we just do a monologue of her like making a joke here to make it sort of better you know yeah maybe. so it's just kind of like well, yeah you're right you know it's like that was one of the things that didn't quite feel right yeah otherwise like you know her character like building up that like confidence to be that like that that worked out great yeah you know but like as far as like the actual power of setting it up goes that makes you know makes sense that we would want to set it up earlier the other kind of production decision that i'm kind of like ah, i wish they had done it like that is there were there are several scenes whenever they're like heavily using CGI, uh, the Ace Chemical plant explosion yep. and just kind of like it in general. Whenever she comes into the police department, she's shooting off those smoke grenades, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like it, they've digitally put in all this extra smoke behind her, I guess, just to make it look more dramatic. But I'm like, just like use the real smoke. Yeah, it looks cooler with just the real smoke. Yeah. Um, and then the amusement park and bridge i'm like what just create those uh, even if even if the oh yeah even if even if the 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 landscape behind them is cgi yeah just create that bridge with some real statues yeah like it just looks so fake i'm just like ugh. This yeah, is odd. Well, and that was also like super like cloudy as far as like that was super digital uh, smoke or whatever. And oh, like, yeah, I mean it's like hey, uh, haze uh, fog. Yeah, and like know. the digital fog like l- looked a little weird there too. The uh, but how I mean, how how much would it really take to like build some some shadowy statues? I feel like I could go do that with crafts potentially on my own. I, yeah. So like I mean, yeah. these are these are major. These no. are, I'm not. Don't hear me say these are major no, like no. Uh, problems with the movie. This is just like I wish they had. Uh, you know, like it would have. Yeah. Everything else felt really real. The city felt real. Mm-hmm. Like uh, all the f- choreography, as much choreography and fighting as there was, felt really real and yep. visceral and raw. And then like, like but these just like random situations like feel not that. Yeah. In a non-dramatic fashion. Yeah, you're right. Like, I mean, and then with the amusement mile or whatever, it's like, as you pan across that, I was like, I don't believe this is, exists oh, no, in it, any, it, any part of this universe. It doesn't. You know, because it just looks so weird. Yeah. Um, the last thing I want to say, you mentioned the Ace Chemical Explosion. There was like some time, like, there was a, a time jump that happened that like was not telegraphed at all where the police officer is investigating the scene. They hear the explosion. She walks out and somebody hands her an evidence bag. And it seems like it happens like right then that the explosion happened like, like seconds before he handed her this bag, but that's not possible because she throws the, throws the necklace out, blows up the thing, walks away and gets out of the, uh, off the scene before anybody shows up to find that necklace. Yeah. For, I mean, it was a, it was a, it, it, it gave me a head tilt for like half a second. Yeah, but like, exactly. But be, like, but you quickly, under, like, right. oh, there's, there's uh, cars here and cops yeah. and, and ambulances. And so you're like, okay, that's fine. You know? Yeah. Um, it's the same thing as like, as the amusement mile thing where I'm like, huh, you know, it's just kind of one of those where well, like, also like, okay, you know, whenever they, whenever they get done uh, fighting everyone inside it, that um what was it called the the amusement mile no well no like inside that building whatever the building was called on amusement mile yeah the booby trap booby trap yes after they fight everyone in the booby trap and then 
they just think it's a great idea to walk to out walk the front out. door yeah, I thought that and too. get shot. Like, I mean, yeah. you know he's out there yeah. with probably more guys. Right. That's kind of dumb. I mean, you were like, I mean, I, I realized like, oh, they were in like this this maze or whatever and they took out everybody that was in there. But like, sure, they're going to still have like a perimeter or something yeah, out there. So, that was kind of like, dumb. I agree. Like where you're like, what were you thinking? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and the answer is they needed it for the script, Chris. <laughs> Somehow. Great. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, again, it's an action movie. It was yeah. great. Yep. They're just like huge plot holes like Little that. Little small like, moments. Why, why in the world? Yeah. Yeah. Chris, yeah. are you ready to rate this thing? Yeah. I'll rate it. What would you rate Birds of Prey? I was going to try to attempt the uh, thing. Is it in the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn? Yes. Okay. Oh, wait, no, in the Fantabulous oh, Emancipation. Oh, the Fantabulous. Of course I missed Fantabulous. Of One Harley Quinn. The best word in there. Um, yes. So uh, even with everything, I'm going to give this a 9. Yeah? Out of 10. I dig it. I dig it. I'm going to give it an 8.5 All right. out of 10. And uh, I, yeah, I very much enjoyed this movie. Yeah. It was, it it was good. so good. I mean, this is a movie that I, I will rewatch a lot. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I will I will definitely rewatch it at least once. <laughs> rewatch. All right. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. Um and uh, yeah. All right. Well, next week you need to stay tuned because we are going to be reviewing the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Dude, Sonic the Hedgehog. And it's going to be amazing. Maybe I could find that uh, that theme song from the uh, old uh, cartoon series that we used to watch. Yeah. Yes, and you should put Slide it in Slide it into the uh-huh. episode. The uh, I'll also you... put in some sweet uh, Sonic Mania remix uh, yes. stuff in the episode. Yes. So have some music planned for next week, Chris. If you had told me uh, whenever we were kids that there would be a live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie, mm-hmm. I probably would have been super pumped and freaked out. Uh-huh. Um... Right now, at this point in my life, I'm kind of like, eh. Yeah. Because I don't know what this is going to be. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's great. We'll see. I hope it's great. I, I also think, like, it, it was, uh, as a kid, like, they did the, uh, they did an issue of the comic or super special that was Sonic Live. Where yes. Sonic came out of the TV. Yeah, and like, it was, like, literally pictures with him, uh-huh. like, drawing. Or was, it, he, was he in 3D? I, I don't I think remember. It was, it was, like, computer animated. Or not animated. Yeah, it was, it was like. It was animation. Computer Generated, yeah, generated Sonic, Sonic, yeah, in the real world. It was very, it was very interesting. I mean, I again, like, I would, I would have been very like. What issue was that? For, I mean, it was a super special of some sort. Oh yeah, I yeah. may have it over here. I'm not sure. I'll have to look and <laughs> it's see. It's such a weird idea. It's I, like mean, a, I feel like it's the opposite of like, and you get sucked into a video game, you know, yeah. and so it, the it, video game know. gets sucked into you. Yeah. The, oh gosh, Chris, <laughs> it sounds like violence in some ways. Like, you know, like alien. Or something, yeah. I mean, you know? isn't that what happens every single time you read a, a comic book? I mean, you know, you take a piece it's of it sucked back, into your brain back in, in your soul. Like yeah. you know, you, those characters will live with us forever. Yeah. So, um, we'll see how that is right. and review it. I really hope it's good, John. I hope it's good, man. If it's not, I'm going to be bummed. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I know I'm setting myself up there for a big disappointment, but... It's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com, on social at chriswright250. And John Wright 777 And at Target Pod, please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on Target. Target.